Hi, besties. Uh, welcome. I forgot everything I was supposed to say. <laughs> it all just left my head. Anyway, I'm Michelle. I'm Maddie. And welcome to the Pop Your Pop Culture Podcast. Wow. On the final one, it's- I screw it up. <laughs> I like nice had going. everything in my head, and then we started, and I lost everything. Well, at least Ow. you don't have to do it for a couple weeks or a month or however long this is gonna be. Great! It, welcome to the Pop Podcast, your weekly, weekly pop, pop culture, culture podcast. podcast. Yay! <laughs> and welcome to the final episode of season one. I I can't believe it's like we've been doing this for six months. I this is the know. last one. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, it's actually crazy to think about. Like, it's been six months. We started in the summer. It's now mm-hmm. winter. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Like, the beginning of June? Literally. Beginning of June. To the beginning of December. Yeah. And we had been planning it since, like, literally the like beginning January. of the year. Yeah. yeah. But it's time for a pause. Time for a break. Time to pause. Time, time to, to pause. reset. Get ready for the new year. Yeah, we got to reset, reset the podcast. We'll have so much to talk about coming in January. Yeah, there's going to be a lot, but oh, gosh, sorry if you can hear me adjusting my mic. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I think it'll be a good like reset in general. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's been a while. This is our 25th week doing this. Yeah. 25 episodes is yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. Quite a load. So it will be interesting to not do the same thing uh, once Every or twice week. a week. Yeah. For a bit, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, when you hear this, we're going to be in Nashville. We talked about it it's in tr- last week's yeah, true. episode. So we're, we're recording these two back to back because we literally have to. Yeah, we will literally we not be able to yeah, we won't do it on here. time. So if we say things that maybe feel like a week behind, yeah, that's why. That's why. But I'm realizing right now, we won't be here for like the giant like movie box office Mm-mm. of Christmas. Mm-mm. With Spider-Man, we won't be here. Mm-mm. With West Side Story, we won't be here. Mm-mm. Also, we don't have any news this week because obviously we talked about it in the last episode. But I saw on Twitter... Uh, West Side Story had its premiere last night, and I did not see one negative review. They said that mm. this is some of Spielberg's best work to date, which is very interesting. Also interesting that, like, I know this movie has hype in the sense of, like, the commercials are everywhere, mm-hmm. but the only person I've heard that is excited for is you. I'm excited for it. And that's not to say that, like, I think the movie's going to be bad. It's just everyone's like, oh, are you excited no. for that? I'm like, no. Yeah, like, like oh. I honestly, it's not even that I'm like excited for the movie because I, I don't think that the story is like anything crazy special or anything, you know, like it's, it's, it's cool. Right. But it's like Romeo and Juliet, just not modern day anymore, but like when it was written, not even when it was written. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just excited for Rachel Zegler. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm most excited for. I think the thing that I'm worried about is. Um, I'm not hearing hype from people for this movie. Mm-hmm. It is a remake of a movie musical mm-hmm. from it's taking place in the 50s. Yeah. I don't I think it's going to be a little hard to get butts in seats when Spider-Man yeah. No, is yeah. coming out relatively really close to it. No, that movie, this movie, I think is going to have more seats filled than The Kingsman. Yeah. And I feel so the, bad. I don't, have the Kingsman ever done well at the box office, to be completely honest? I think the, maybe the second one did kind of well. Because the first one was, like, after it was out of theaters, that's when it's it started doing well. Come. So I feel like the second one was, like, holy shit, there's a new Kingsman movie. Yeah. But I, I just, like, this new movie was supposed to come out last year. And then COVID. Or maybe it was the year before. I don't remember. But it was supposed to come out and then COVID happened. And it's it's like the Ghostbusters movie. We were just talking about this. We're like, it's lost all of its hype because it's been so long. Yeah. Um, and but people heard, don't I've realize. nothing but amazing reviews for Ghostbusters. Yeah, I just told you. I was on TikTok and I saw like a Ghostbusters, like someone posted and was like, the way this is like, or this is how you should be making a reboot or it's a sequel or whatever. 
and there was not one bad comment like to the point where i'm like do i need to go see this tonight no i've heard nothing but like that movie's amazing yeah like like, people were saying they were crying yeah i'm like oh my god yeah is this actually like a really good movie because if that's the case i need to go see it but i didn't have any interest even though the cast is good it's a ghostbusters movie like i love ghostbusters Mm -hmm. i feel like after that 2016 one i was like okay it's a little too soon but, but that one was a remake. This one seems more like a sequel a or sequel. spinoff. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. I think they said it's like a continuation after Ghostbusters 2. Interesting. So, but the, it's not like insanely clear that it is. It's like it alludes that there's like something connecting it, but it's not hmm. a full on sequel. So I'm interested. Yeah. Anything with Paul Rudd is sure to be good. Yeah, I know, right? It's Paul Rudd and like Finn Wolfhard and McKenna something, that little girl who plays every single she's little girl. Booked and busy. She's really good. Yeah. So I like mean, she's booked and busy. Of come course on. She's really good. Come on. Of course. Now here's my question for you. What? Since um like just like mathematically, calendar wise, mm-hmm. by the time this episode comes out, it will have been two weeks since Gucci had come out. And we did say in the last episode, your spoiler mm. window is about two weeks. And since we, I know I'm kind of jumping back and forth in time right now. I'm doing a little Infinity War here. <laughs> or Endgame. A little um, Endgame moment right now. <laughs> um, do we have clearance to discuss the film we just watched? Yes, because we already did a whole episode about it. True. We're not really, it's not like a spoiler in the sense of like, no. you know how, how it ends. Yeah. You know how it ends. Yeah. What'd I I think we can talk about it mm. because we, we did a whole episode on it. Time, should we do like some quick reviews? Cause we, yeah, have, we got to catch up on some popcorn reviews too. Why not? Yeah. Oh yeah. We haven't been doing our popcorn I reviews know. recently. I have like two saved and then I was like, I don't like these. I want to redo them. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, so thoughts on Gucci. Is, mm, let me just say we went and saw it at 9 30 last night we got out of the theater it was like maybe 12 30 because the movie uh, didn't start till 10 yeah the amount of trailers that that was ridiculous and we got there like maybe five minutes early 10 minutes early so yeah. we sat there for like 45 minutes yeah just sitting through just commercials my burrito i was like Are enjoying you? myself what but back to the movie i don't know how i to the editor that is my main problem that in the direction was god awful i mean don't sorry acting all the way around you're like yeah great Uh, what do you expect when you have all these amazing actors in it yeah but the editing like literally i think i said maybe five times during the movie what is this editing oh my god i feel like they couldn't tell if they wanted to be tell a joke or not sometimes and you're like was i supposed to laugh yeah was that funny and it's not even in a way where like a drama can be kind of funny where like you know like there's like wolf of wall street or like or a throwaway line that's funny or a witty comment it's in a way where they tried to make this movie so serious and like almost mysterious in a way but then they have like this character that they just like bully 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 this poor person and this poor person like didn't have a good life in actual no. life outside of this like it really kind of made me mad where i was like yeah. why would they do that to this person there was okay the movie is two hours and 38 minutes right yes there is so much time spent standing in silence just doing nothing and not even dramatic silence no just, just like, like they didn't want to cut the shot I don't, like in real life we would have those long periods of like we just stare yeah and we're not even like doing anything but and then they're like, we're going to keep that in. And I was like, no. And like this every movie single has scene. no like time to it where you feel like things are happening. Yeah. Like you're constantly just like, what the is pacing? Okay. Was terrible. Can we get to something now? Yeah. And then they finally get to it and then the movie's over. And you're like, what? It's like Eternals yeah. where you spent so just much time trying to get to that point. And then you finally get there and then it's over. And you're like, oh, hold on. I spent this whole time waiting for that. And that's all I got. Yeah. The like, ending, the so ending, bad. how they wrapped it up was so embarrassing. Like, literally, I was like, okay, did they really, did they shoot everything they, and like, show these people getting arrested and whatever and just not put it in? It felt like they just ran out of time. Yeah. And I was like, then why did we have- Or did Gaga not have enough time for filming know. and they 
couldn't finish it like like just to explain it really quick just to reference like one scene there's one scene of um gaga and a character talking Mm -hmm. right and then they're like ha ha ha." they start dancing like as a little joke gaga starts to walk out the room and goes to another room to get her purse or something Mm -hmm. and they stay in this one shot of this character just like dancing for a good 30 seconds in silence. Yeah. Silence. Like, there's no reason to be showing that. And Not it, even, like, it to cuts point, to, it, like, her or anything. It's just him. Yeah, almost to the point that you're, like, why are we still here? Yeah. Like, uh, any audience member is, like, cut. Go to the next part. Yeah, like, we were, like, what is We got is that this? he was dancing. Yeah. We saw it. You know what? I want to see who edited this movie and what else they have. Not only that, the music is so loud i will say okay that's another thing where i'm like okay is this supposed to be a drama or is it not like a super serious drama where it's a great soundtrack yeah but like the way that they use them and how loud they were so loud so where i was like why is george michael blasting oh my god it was so bad blasting like i literally turned to alex and i was like why is george michael playing right now why are we blasting george michael just the cut from scenes to the soundtrack and you're like or there are parts where you're like why why are we sitting in silence this miss girl oh no the girl who edited this movie has an academy award for best film editing in what film platoon well then i'm gonna take that one on ridley scott then all i'm saying is claire simpson girl i every single movie on here maybe i've heard of two it kind of felt the editing at least felt unfinished where they got like the chunks of like here's scene one scene two scene three scene four but i was like yeah but you got to go in and like cut a little bit more yeah i don't know really scott what were you doing really bugged me yeah the movie i do think like the acting is amazing the sets the costumes it was very entertaining yeah yeah like i wasn't i don't want to just like shit on it yeah um i don't know if i'd pay to watch it again no like my mom is probably gonna ask should i oh what, I, should it, how was it if you know anyone with a um that's not very patient no do not let them watch this movie. no like i'm gonna tell my mom wait to watch this at home yeah because no the also we were talking about that the story right the mer- everything about it there's not too much of it no. there's not that much time no it's not that long of a story so they filled this so full of stuff that almost seems like unimportant to what the audience was waiting for literally when this movie is advertised about the murder of maurizio gucci right you see him get murdered maybe five minutes before the movie ends which is not like the weirdest thing but if we didn't spend two hours and 30 minutes on just random shit and then not only that the decision to murder him doesn't happen until maybe five minutes before Before he gets murdered and you're like hold on i didn't even there are so many moments I leaned over. I was like, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Why are we still here? Okay. Also, the wrap up of the I, murder and the court case and everything, I, you will be baffled. I will say absolutely the, IM, baffled. the rating on it right now from their views, I feel is accurate. If not, I would give it lower. Yeah, I would give it lower. It had 62% when we checked last night. I think I would give it lower. I Maybe think it's going to get higher views because of Gaga. Yeah. I think no, the acting did a great, great job. Yeah. Uh, Jared Leto, I think, was good. did good with what they gave him. I think he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, which I just don't agree that that's what they should have done. No, but I think he was good. Yeah. He did a good job at what he was supposed to do. I think they gave him an assignment, and he did it. Yeah. I don't which think that's how they should have portrayed that character. You know? That's all. Yeah. And, like, maybe that's actually how that person actually was I or whatever. St- I still, still think I don't think being the butt of the joke for every single thing was awful. Yeah, I was like, why are you bullying him? And then at the very end of the movie, the way that they wrap him up, oh my, even worse. Mo- oh, my god, So bad. Like, see so it just bad. so you can understand what I'm ranting about. Yeah, just watch it so you can understand. And maybe, listen, I don't know if people, like, go into the movies with these kinds of things in mind. Like, how is the editing going to be? How is this direction going to be? Or maybe that's just us. But when you, but but, when you watch it and it's like this to a point that, like, mm-hmm. you are thinking about it. This movie made it clear that you're like... Why is the editing like this? Well, it makes me think, like, would my brother think that? Because he saw it and he said it was good. But did he say, like, it was good? Or he's like, yeah, it was good. No, he was like, oh, it was pretty good. Hmm. So I'm like, again, is this just me? Yeah. Being critical and being, like, aware of this kind of stuff? Or is it, like, 
for a general audience that doesn't pay attention too much to like each job in a film or whatever mm-hmm. are they gonna like it you know yeah i don't know yeah, I mean, here's I was disappointed. the tea, though, is that if you don't want to watch a two and a half hour movie, you could just listen to our podcast episode. And see what actually happened. Also, wait. Oh, wait. a lot of like, you know how we were saying that like, of course it's dramatized and they're not going to go completely by fact. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I was like, wait, that's not, wait, they have two kids. They don't. Yes. Wait, they when only, they, do- they yeah. show that they have one child the entire movie. Mm-hmm. So when they had two daughters. Yeah. Because it kept going on and I was like, okay, when are they going to have the second kid? Because they're starting to kind of go downhill and I don't see a kid. I kept thinking and I was like, how many years apart are these children? Yeah. (laughs) Like, when is she going to get pregnant again? Yeah. Like, that was a very weird thing. And maybe it is like a legal thing where they couldn't get like, I don't know. But I also think this movie was advertised to be like all Gaga, all movie. And there's like a good chunk of like. 30 minutes i'd guess that you like, don't see her face nowhere to be found yeah and i was like i thought this was her movie yeah which if this was the movie about the murder it should be her movie it feels almost more like his movie and yeah. al pacino's movie which is fine but it, don't advertise it as yeah, like lady Gaga's it feels like film. more like the history of gucci than it is about like the murder of yeah uh, Maurizio. which again that's fine but advertise it that way yeah just a little you're pulling people in to and see a movie about maybe, a murder, and then it's I not. Maybe I did that for myself. Maybe I told myself that was going to be. Maybe, but, but like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just. That's all. That's all. It was It was a bit disappointing. Yeah. I think. It's not even that it was, like, terrible. It just wasn't mm-hmm. what it lived up to, you know, yeah. the hype. So, out of 10, what do you rate it? Mmm maybe like a six yeah i'd give about a six because the acting was really great and it was all actors that i enjoy but everything else was a shit show yeah it was just like again it felt like i was like is this done yeah did you finish i literally i turned to alex and i was like we're only an hour in." he was like that's it i feel like things don't start rolling till maybe the last 45 minutes yeah like really if you're gonna give me a movie that's almost three hours long Baby, Avengers Endgame. Let's go. Things need to be constant. Let's so that I'm not sitting there like. Like I was saying that it feels like there was no countdown. No. No. Like so much time is just wasted. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. A lot of wasted time. No, that's just my opinion. Yeah, that's my opinion. Agree or don't agree. Also, I'm. We're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost done. The sex scene. Um, oh, I, I full on tears in the theater. We were that laughing so hard. The most All five of us saying I had ever seen in a movie theater. I've never seen a sex scene like that. Also, ever. again, the soundtrack. <laughs> okay, that it's literally this ridiculous sex scene to the point where I was like, oh my god! Like we were literally crying, laughing, sitting there, like just gobsmacked it, it would be fun to watch with your friends because th- we were making like fun th- of it the whole you time you thought you saw some hardcore things in 50 shades of gray oh baby no no and it's not even saying this is hardcore i'm just saying that like it's just you're like oh my you're like did we need this right god now? yeah this t- and I- then again the editing the oh. it cuts from that to like <laughs> something else just so much like george I michael even- blasting i <laughs> Like I fully, I had tears in my eyes. Yeah, I literally was like, oh my I was god, like, makeup's I can't gonna be believe real. that's oh real. I I can't believe that made the final cut. That the that's whole another, I was gonna say thing. that's another thing where they didn't cut one piece. And you're like, we're still we're still doing here? this. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 I yeah. Uh, that's all. You know. Hey, that's all. What's the other movies that you have? Oh, I have Tick, Tick, Boom saved, and I have Love Hard. And I know you saw Last Night in Soho. I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to go? Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, like, for Tick, Tick, Boom, I had a whole review. I was going to post it, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. I don't agree with the things that I said in the first review. Mm. So, thinking back on now that I had, like, some time to, like, sit with it, because I originally recorded it maybe five minutes after watching it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Tick, Tick, Boom is Limo Miranda's directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Holy shit really great debut 
debut? This man looks like he's been doing this shit for years. Like, I was like, it's impressive. Lynn! The thing is, like, he did direct, like, shows on, like, stage, but that's not the same thing no. as doing a film. So but that's like, very impressive. The cinematography, like, everything, I was like, oh! Oh! The other thing about it is, so here's the thing. This is the story of Jonathan Larson. Tick, Tick, Boom is a show that Jonathan Larson wrote about the story of his life. Mm-hmm. So it is not the story of Jonathan Larson. It is Tick, Tick, Boom, mm-hmm. which just happens to be the story of Jonathan Larson. It's like his dramatized version of his life yeah it's the euphoria so like that we're talking the, about. it's more like a film adaptation of the stage show yeah but it goes back and forth between like his version of the stage show and his actual and life the things that were actually going on oh okay um but if you don't know that you wouldn't know that until yeah. the end and even then you're mm-hmm. like wait so what did i you'd be like huh huh um what? And because of that, like, it has a very specific lens and view that's going through. And if you're not a theater kid, I can't see you liking theater after this. Like, mm-hmm. it's not one of those, like, the obsessed artist genre, like, Whiplash, Black uh, Swan, all yeah. those. When, after I finished Whiplash, I was like, I want to get into drumming. You yeah. know what I mean? Where you're like, wait, this is, like, incredible. <laughs> or even, like, watching Soul, where you're like, oh, jazz music. Like, you're something like, about wow. you, you're like, I understand it now. I was in theater, and I didn't feel like this movie made me want to like move to new york yeah and try to be on broadway mm. which the problem it's that i had is moment. i can't tell if they wanted me to feel that way or they wanted me to be like to be like don't do it yeah but the problem is that's the whole point of jonathan larson's story yeah is he's this like artist that works on this play for like eight years and is like starving and is denied all these things and at the same time it romanticizes the life that he has mm. but it's also his own story of his own life that he's telling yeah so like the whole movie i'm confused of like i how do you, do you want, want me to feel about this yeah i was like interesting interesting mm. but i also feel like what i was taking back from the original review is you watch like biopics and there's always like that moment that if that moment didn't happen all the rest of the movie wouldn't happen mm. like even in rocket man they show a very specific scene when he gets handed the first sheet music of these songs and yeah. it's like oh like doves are flying you're like wow this movie that moment never happens because technically in the like stardom of jonathan larson that moment happens after the time of the movie oh okay so it's like even this is like his struggling era yeah which i think is like kind of fun to watch yeah of like this um icon of musical theater you never really get to watch him succeed in the movie Mm. like we know he succeeds and the sad part is he never knows he succeeds yeah so i think it's very well done i'm slightly confused on the messaging but i feel like that's almost on purpose maybe it's the point yeah music is banging banging i mean what do you expect come on now come on uh i would give it like an 8.7 8.7 out of 10 and wow. i'm only not giving it like higher because i'm confused wow okay that's all i need to watch it no no, no it's <coughs> really good and like ever, really andrew garfield to. oh my god I, I, if, andrew he, garfield if he gets anything. nominated i would not be shocked really yeah like normally i'd be shocked because it's a netflix movie and it's like super popular and sometimes yeah. i shy away from that it, he, i wouldn't be shocked at all hmm. but the buzz is completely warranted He's truly, he's such an incredible actor. I feel like he's super underrated. Also, in comparison to Gucci, Mm -hmm. like, the pacing and the urgency of it, Mm -hmm. like, you feel that. Versus watching Gucci, I'm like, oh, can we get to something, please? Yeah. That's the whole point of the title is, like, there's a ticking sound. And you're like, yeah. 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 What are we going to do? Yeah. So I would (laughs) recommend watching that. Uh, great for like post-college graduates mm. who think their life's going to be over if they don't get a job straight out of college. Well, well, maybe I should watch this. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. So I saw Last Night in Soho about two weeks ago. I'm not going to say spoilers because I realized I was like, it is two weeks. It's like two weeks since I've seen it. It's mm-hmm. about a month and a half since it came out. But this is one of those movies that has like a plot twist like we talked about in our last Mm -hmm. episode where like I would rather you just experience that for the first time um it's about this girl who gets into fashion school and moves into the middle of London um in Soho and she moves into this apartment and all of a sudden when she moves in there she starts having these dreams of 
this girl named Sandy and this guy that she meets and this girl wants to be a singer and she's like absolutely glorifying her life like she's romanticizing it to the nines and Mm -hmm. she starts dressing like her and getting her hair done like her and then the more dreams she has the worse it starts to get and she starts to see all these twisted weird things that happen to this girl um and it's basically like she's the only one who can see this right because Mm -hmm. she's like i don't know am i dreaming this like this has to be real like Mm -hmm. this feels real but no one else can see it no one else knows that it happened um I really can't give anything else away but I will say I walked out of this movie and I was like I need that haircut (laughs) I need the bangs that Anya Taylor-Joy had Mm -hmm. I want all the costumes Mm -hmm. the soundtrack was incredible it's also Edgar Wright who I'm a huge fan of but this movie is like a horror kind of I guess like it's not like a huge horror movie, like completely horror, but it has horror elements. And he has never done anything. I think he did Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. I believe, he which did, is his yeah. most like horror, which it's is a comedy. comedy. This was like a serious horror. And I feel like you could tell that he had never done it before. Because some things worked and then some things he really just like that those were going to be the scare factors that would work mm. and he kept using them over and over and over and mm-hmm. it's like okay we get it like that's not scary i was gonna say would you think of it more of like a thriller than yeah. A horror yeah hmm. it's like ad not advertised but like in reviews that i've seen when i watched it like everyone was saying like oh it is a horror but it's not and it's like again one of those movies like house of gucci where the tonal shift was kind of jarring Mm -hmm. and almost like I couldn't tell what they were going for but I think it's also because like the girl that's living there is modern day Mm -hmm. and the girl that she sees is in the 60s so they obviously want to make like a very obvious generational shift in like uh conversational like in the dialogue Mm -hmm. so it's kind of cringy almost with the people that are like our age Mm -hmm. and in our generation but maybe that's the point Mm -hmm. you know yeah but the, the acting was great. The cinematography was really, really cool. Mm. I mean, I it's, it's Edgar ask, Wright. It's Edgar Wright. Does it keep, like, that same Edgar Wright kind of, like, style? Um, In some parts it does. In other parts, no. Interesting. Yeah. Like, for the most part, I would say yes. But it definitely is not as good as his past work. Okay. Like, if you're looking at Baby Driver, it's not you know. going to be the same Hmm. but all i'm saying is anya taylor joy (laughs) 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 queen queen she was so good in this so good i mean she's good in everything yeah but yeah it was it was interesting Mm. i i would like to rewatch it now Mm -hmm. now that i know a twist and see if i can like backtrack and like Mm -hmm. see all these things but also because edgar wright seems like the kind of director that would throw all that in right like Mm -hmm. he seems like the type that would but also when i saw the plot twist at the very end i was like oh like they almost kind of explained it for you all of the things Mm. to like go back and look at at the very end and i was like oh okay i mean i could have just (laughs) done that if i rewatched it all right Um, thank you i haven't seen what score this got let me check i just remember i didn't hear anything about it when it came out yeah Let's see. It has actually has a 75%. That's not that bad. Hmm. What would That's you give it good. out of 10? Um, I think if you don't go into it with like, or go into it with an open mind and don't really know anything about this movie, like an 8 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. If you go in with like a preconceived notion of what this movie is going to be, you're not going to like it. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But I did enjoy it. I went yeah. and saw it by myself. I was like, you know what? I need to go see this before it leaves the theater. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I did. It's, is it already gone? I think it's out, yeah. Mm. Well, it's gone now. Well, I guess you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait. Good to know. Yeah. How's our quick little catch-up? We the have some other up. movies we'll review as it goes. So you have to follow us on TikTok and Instagram to see those reviews while yeah. we're off-season. We will go and see those ones that are in the theaters, and we'll do our popcorn reviews of those. So we'll yeah. keep that up. Yeah. But we won't be able to talk about him on here. I know. I know. Well, 
since we've done our reviews, mm-hmm. since we've already plugged our social media, probably time we get into what we want to talk about today. Yeah. So today we want to talk about fangirls, the fangirl culture. Basically, fangirls run pop. Period. Fangirl, like, I don't know what to Chetets tell you. run pop. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Also, I feel like this is a good, like, wrap up for us because we are fangirls. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Come I, on that's now. my title. That is my title. I thank you. Thank I will take y'all. it. Um, yeah, I feel like they literally run pop culture. Without them, it would be nothing. Think about like I've heard two BTS songs. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, BTS is like one of the biggest bands in the world. Yeah. Thanks to fan culture. Yes. That is a fan base that is like vicious in a good way and a bad way yeah like if you think about it and i don't mean this how do i put this so it doesn't sound like i'm discrediting anything but i don't think bts would have been able to cross over without this fan base size that they no one thousand percent like i don't think that they'd be able to cross over to mainstream kind of to uh western countries yeah without the size yeah for how big their fan base is. And the is. passion behind it. Like, Look at One Direction. It's literally, like, the same kind of phenomena. Not only that, the um, low effort One Direction put in to the high, high effort, effort the of fans BTS. gave out. Yeah. Mm. I also think that, like, BTS is warranted for it. Oh, no, Versus no, no. I'm have... a One Direction fan, and I'm like, okay, why? <laughs> Trust me, I know. I'm like, why no, were BTS they? No, BTS has the talent and personality and charisma and stage presence. Yeah. To do so, I just don't think without fans, they would have been able to crack that yeah. on their own. Yeah. That goes for literally anything. Without the fan base, you can't get anywhere. No. You can work as hard as you want. But the fans are the ones who are going to push you. Which is why I've never understood. I mean, I guess I've understood it. I've just never liked when um, the notion of like, because it's popular within young girls. It's not it's taken not seriously. Good. And yeah. I think we talked about this like very early on in the season as well. Mm-hmm. But that idea of like, um, I'm just going to cite One Direction as evidence. But like, oh, because One Direction's good or like very popular with young girls. Like it's not good music. Yeah not saying it's great music yeah i'm just saying that sounds like some bullshit to me that's just a little think? bit of bullshit but then you find out i'm gonna throw back in time now the same thing was happening with the beatles literally and now years later they're one of the best bands it's ever literally they are like known as like the best band of all time i'm like that's weird because they had teen girls plugging their shit and going and watching them and chasing that's them weird. down the street those girls and- were made fun of yeah still I- joked about I have some stats. Tell me the stats. I have some stats. Um, it's estimated that on average, super fans make up to 50 to 80% of an artist's revenue. Yeah. So all of us buying merch, all of us buying yeah. their concert tickets, maybe if they have a perfume line out, whatever it is, mm-hmm. us doing that, mm-hmm. and then paying for our Spotify to, re- mm-hmm. to play their stuff or mm-hmm. buying their albums, mm-hmm. their vinyls. Mm-hmm. That's us. I own your house. <laughs> Ariana That's Grande, mine. Run me my check for you being my top mm, artist. I was in That's your, my car. I was in your top 005% of listeners for two years in a row. Where's Damn. my check? I'm just saying. Where's my check, Ariana? Like, that's insane to me. And also, I want to know what they consider super fan. Yeah. Because that doesn't even say, like, fan versus super fan. What's the difference? What is the difference? What is the difference between a fan and a super fan? A stan. A stan, if you will. Mm-hmm. Now, who do you stan? Um, Little Mix. Period. For sure, for sure, for Period. sure. Um, You know, I, I am a barb. As much pain as she has put me through. <laughs> I'm a barb through and through. I'm there. <laughs> um, oh, now Horan. A hundred percent. King. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of like people that, here's the thing. Somebody once described like if you sedan someone mm-hmm. as somebody like no matter what they do, you're still going to stand next to them. No. So Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's true, but no, I'm saying that like, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of people that I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I would, I would mm. be like, uh, yeah, I'm still going to listen yeah. to the music. Yeah. Uh, who's somebody that you stand? 
difference between like I really really like them and Stan. There is a difference. Honestly, Ariana. Yeah, I'm an Ariana Stan. I feel like the thing is, if you see this artist and you think of me, come on. It's like yeah. Ariana Harry. Those are the two I feel like that people are like. Well, we know. We you know, know what's you love them. weird. What? Do you ever get that thing where um, if they get like too popular and then people are like, oh my God, you love that person. I'm like, oh my God, no, I'm I like, don't. No, I don't. Shut up. They went mainstream. No, I don't. That's me with Harry. No. No. Sorry. It like can get embarrassing. Yeah. This is so embarrassing. Like, for it's me. embarrassing when my mom's like, Michelle, did you hear about Zane? And I'm like, why am I yes! associated with all One Direction members for the Listen, rest of my life? I. I did that to myself. It's like if when Nikki says something and then yeah. Michelle and I'm like, you're like, don't. I already know. Don't. I already know. Don't. You don't have to tell me. I already know. Don't. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I stand. Five sauce. Yeah. I'm a five sauce stand. Oh, through and through. Baby. They really, I'm they, they got their hooks in me. They, they got him in early. Mm-hmm. They were like 16. I was like 13. I was like, you know what? You got me. Yeah. But I'm here for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, Greta Van Fleet. I'm a stan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a stan. Um, I'm trying to think, like, uh, I feel like Little Mix I am, but, like, a loose stan, mm-hmm. you know? Where mm-hmm. I'm, like, I support everything that they do, but I'm also not, like, rushing to go stream their songs. Yeah. Maybe I'm not the super fan. That's me. I'm, like, the the gate between the super fan the, and the fan. The irony that I actually don't own a single item of Little Mix merch. I've never seen them in concert. I've seen them when they like showed up to America for like a signing. Yeah. But um, also, that's on their team. Yeah. They, okay. Their team sucks. Really quick backstory. Um, when the DNA tour, not DNA tour, I'm sorry, the salute tour was going to come to the U.S. It was like the first time they were going to come to the U.S. for a tour. I was mm-hmm. in a history class. You were in that history class because I remember was it our junior year one? Sophomore year of high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sophomore Lots year. Of- and the tickets were coming out during history class. And I hid my phone, like, in my jacket so I could buy the tickets. And mm-hmm. I think I might have bought you a ticket. To see Little Mix? Maybe. Because I bought, like, multiple tickets. And I was like, I'm just going to pay me back. I'm just going to buy the tickets so I can get them. Period. I was like, oh, my God. I almost started crying in class. I was so excited <laughs> I got these tickets. It was, like, a month later they canceled it. And I was like so no. fucked i didn't like risk losing my fucking phone in class like it was a big deal that i pulled out my phone i do not do that because that that teacher if he saw your phone yeah he grabbed it immediately and was oh, like yeah. you can get it at the end of the day and i would never do that and normally no. i'm a sophomore in my high school i was a fucking loser but like in general <laughs> i would never do that and i was like for the girls literally for the girls, i gotta get it done the risk i was the lengths that we went so to. mad and they said that they canceled the tour to work on their third album which was get weird mm-hmm. i don't like get weird that album okay. not because it's bad but because they that but is the reason because i didn't get to see them live i think I it's also some bullshit that's like a bullshit reason yeah. oh we're we're not touring so we can work on our album no i was like if you have a tour planned and oh, you have, like, venues set. Mm-hmm. You've already, like, hired people. Mm-hmm. No, that mm-hmm. is not a valid reason. You and could work yet, on your album on the road. And yet, I still stand them. After the trauma. Well, yeah, because it probably wasn't their choice. No, I don't think it was. Or maybe it but was Jesse. Yeah. Little Mix is one that, like, I honestly, when I went and met them, I didn't know. No, not I didn't know. I knew maybe three songs by Little Mix, and I was like, Let's go. I just know one of them's dating Zane. I'll go. And then from there on, yeah, it took off. And I was like, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do like Little Mix. Yeah. I do. I do. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Were you ever a believer? Because that... Okay. So here's That the thing. is like the... Before One Direction, that was like yeah. the new Beatlemania. Yeah. Okay. So the deal is... Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone goes through like a little bit of the phase of like, I'm not like other girls. Mm-hmm. Like I'm different. And mm-hmm. when Justin Bieber first came out, that was my phase where I was like, nah, uh, uh. And then I watched never say never. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh-huh. wait a minute. That, yep. Am I a believer? See, but I think I never got hardcore. Okay. Like the same way I was like, I don't like Taylor Swift. And then I watched a little bit of Taylor Swift and I was like, wait, wait am I yeah, Swifty? Yeah, and then I, I go back like and her. forth, but it's one of those where I'm like, wait. Yeah. But never hardcore. No. Mm. Yeah. I was never like super hardcore, but I I'm realizing I did the same thing as you. And I think I did it like because of my brother, because mm-hmm. living. Let me just say this. Living with brothers, 
I'm the youngest girls. If I'm into boy bands, they're going to make fun of me, right? Mm -hmm. And again, that has to do with sexism. (laughs) You know what that is? Sexism. Sexism. That is purely sexism because i remember like my brother being like no justin bieber sounds like a girl like da, 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 da. he's like and 14 years it? old and he's just jealous that this boy is getting yeah, all these a- this attention from young girls and whatever which like it's so upsetting to look back on because i did it with one direction too i was like no i don't like him i don't oh, like one direction my God. and then i heard one thing because i hated what makes you beautiful i heard mm-hmm. one thing and i was like didn't it's everyone hate what makes you beautiful let's be real why, why is people it a that liked song? it hated it why is it a big song it sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Why does Harry perform that song to this day? Hated it. It sucks. Hated that song. You're insecure. Yeah, I know. You know what like, song? You know, yours was one thing. You want to know what mine was? What was it? Same mistakes. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a good song. Yeah. All the other songs on Apple Night are like pretty good, except for like <laughs> What Makes You Beautiful. It's the single song. Yeah. Except one thing. One thing does get One me. thing is a banger. Yeah yeah oh you know what else i'd say i'm a stan for mm. star wars and mm. that's why those were like i'm allowed to criticize it because i'm a stan see now that's a whole other yeah side is film stands mm-hmm. being a film bro but <laughs> what's weird is i think like when it comes to stands mm-hmm. the same time that like they are the hardest people like they're the- gonna go the hardest for you ride or die they will um, also critique you the they hardest. are gonna yeah which is why I think, like, a couple weeks ago, we were, like, just nothing but talking shit about Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm a fan. <clears throat> and so I expect the absolute best. Yeah. I've Where it's, like, that watching parasocial relationship. Yeah. This um, is literally his tour that he came on this past time is the first time I've not seen Harry Styles since he's been touring here. In One Direction or not. Mm-hmm. So, all I'm saying is, I'm ride or die. Harry. 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 It's your mother. You never call me anymore. Oh my god! I yeah. Let's let's talk about the film stuff for a second, because like, I feel like specifically with franchises, right? Mm-hmm. There's different like franchise like fans. There's Star Wars. There's mm-hmm. Marvel. There's like I don't know why I thought Lord of the Rings, but that's like the first one that just came in my head after that. Um, Hunger Games had its own thing. Oh, oh my God! I was a Hunger Games stand. I was a Hunger Games stand oh, too. Oh my God! Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Ate me alive. Yeah. Oh, the I, way I, had I have a Facebook post that I saw uh-huh. recently mm-hmm. that I am like, oh God, I'm so embarrassed to say that. <laughs> but it was me being like, my dad and I were talking about uh, Stars fans versus Star Trek fans and Hunger Games and Twilight mm. fans, and um, mm. I think it's something along the lines of where he's like. Yeah, but Star Wars fans are cooler. And I went, oh, like how Hunger Games fans are cooler than Twilight? No. When actually, in actuality, it's the other way around. (laughs) It's just like, oh my God. I can't believe they were called Twiheads. Yeah, that's gross. I don't even remember what Hunger Games fans were called. I don't think there was a name. Were they called Tributes? Maybe. That would be a stupid name. Maybe. I don't know. What are Star Wars fans called? Is there a name? The Jedi Council? I don't know. (laughs) No. No. Like, I literally can't think think of something. No. No. It's just just Star Wars fans. Yeah. And Star Trek fans were Trekkies. Yeah. Trekkies. Trekkies. Do Do you remember that, like, video that was going around, like, on Tumblr and whatnot in, like, 2013? That was, like, um, I think Lady Gaga was, like, the first person to name her fans. And somebody's, like, no, I think that was Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) not jesus oh my god um all i'm gonna say is i was not like actually that's a lie i was gonna be like i was just about to lie on this podcast and be like um i was not like a film fan before that's a lie because i was a hunger games fan and a twilight fan um but i was never like so deep in a franchise before michelle showed me star wars (laughs) so thanks i guess <laughs> thanks i hate it <laughs> no but like really though star wars fans nobody hates star wars like a star wars fan it's true most people like if you just don't like star wars like i don't like it a star wars Literally. fan like i fucking, I fucking hate star wars hate star wars or like again we're gonna have a star wars episode i'm claiming this now we have to my birthday but, is literally Star Wars Day. Yeah. So so if that's not the sign, I don't know what it is. If you don't know how many Star Wars birthdays I've had, how many. The 21st. How, just to speak a little bit on sexism again. Yeah. 
how many men mm-hmm. every single year on my birthday go, hey, your birthday's May 4th. Do you know, you know, Star Wars? Yeah. Do you know it's Star Wars Day? And I'm like, whoa, really? I've only been alive 23 years. You know what? And I had no clue. Really fast. Let's talk about the sexism of like of that. Because when you think of like Marvel and Star Wars and all these things where it's like action based and mm-hmm. like these men are in the leading roles, right? Like Star Wars, Leia was the only leading woman yes. for like years and years and years. Yes. So it had like a giant male fan base. And whenever mm-hmm. there's a girl who likes it, men are like dumbfounded. Yeah. It's also, it's almost like football where like if all these men are such mm-hmm. huge fans of their team and they can cry and cry about their team. Right. We're like, okay, whatever. But if it's a teen girl crying over their favorite boy band or oh. their favorite show or whatever, God. they are like, what's wrong with the you? way the hormones men scream at football. Yes. Versus, like, they'll or make Avengers. fun of, like, the amount of money you'll pay to go see a concert. Yeah. Or, like, the merch that you wear. Or what your playlist is. I'm like, David, you wear a Green Bay Packers jersey Babes, and hat. You're not even and on you have a team. S- yeah, you have a sticker on your car. Babes. Babes. <laughs> Babes. Take it down a notch. Like, Nobody's hearing you when you're screaming. Yeah. At least when I go to the concert, they can hear me. Literally. Literally. I don't know what to tell you. Like... Yeah, and like I'm. That sounds like I'm being a hypocritical because you can also be a fan of football and you yeah. can be a fan of sport, and the fan culture is really important. Yeah, there's just like this sexism where, especially because it's female dominated fan bases, mm-hmm. that it's no longer good. Yeah, like there's nothing wrong with acting like that about what you're passionate about or liking yeah. something that much, right? But to then go and like attack another fan base simply because of the fact that it's dominated by this female fan base and mm-hmm. whatever it's not okay yeah and I always caught that I feel like that may be why I didn't like Marvel stuff mm-hmm. until recently because honestly seeing on TikTok and everything how many women actually liked it it oh felt gosh. kind of like it almost feels like female dominated yeah it is at this point like yeah. before it was men and like it was always dads my brothers like mm-hmm. their friends everything right because it's like Iron Man Captain America they're really cool and now it's like I don't know if it's because Marvel started introducing more women into it or anything, or maybe they stopped doing the, the male gaze as much, but like, it felt like women know. finally yeah. were like, not finally, but like, it was like seen as like a mm-hmm. co-ed fan not base. Not only that, if you look at the amount of now fan content that is produced. It's women. The merchandise. The yeah. Just the talk pieces. Yeah the it's insane yeah how much now is not to say that marvel wasn't mainstream but i would say that like for the fan bases Mm -hmm. i never thought about it yeah now i think about it yeah like this is like one of the fan bases Mm -hmm. in the world right like it was until honestly this is gonna sound weird until disney bought it i didn't think of it that much as that big fan Mm -hmm. base until they bought it and then like it went more mainstream than before mm-hmm. and then the audience expanded everything yeah yeah i also feel like that's why star wars is kind of like i love it but i'm also like it's like a male dominated fan base oh yeah star wars is some of the worst yeah like it's like some of the best people but also like some of the worst also star wars no is one between. of those where like if they're like oh what's your favorite like planet yeah and you're like why should I know every planet in this universe? It's like when you wear a Led Zeppelin and shirt and they're like, what's your favorite Led you? Zeppelin? What Name yeah. three songs by Led Zeppelin. No. Okay. The answer is no. I don't have to. I own the t-shirt. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. Okay. No, I don't. There's just the, like, okay, just to go back on, like, these teenage girl fans, mm-hmm. the idea that their taste is not good because What? Their because taste it's is teen not good girls. because they're a young woman. Yeah. And then they have the excuse of hormones are raging. It's your hormones. That in itself is sexist. Yeah. As if men's hormones don't rage. Yeah. As if you screaming at a football game, losing your shit, throwing your beer. Yeah. That's not it. And yeah. I just think it's healthy to yeah. enjoy something. I think it's, yeah, it's definitely like... It's good to be passionate about something. And if it connects you to other people who have the same passions as you yeah. do, good. That's how people make friends. Literally. We wouldn't have made fr- been yeah. friends without 
One Direction, probably. I don't know what to tell you. That's all I'm saying. Also, back to, like, the female, you know, like, female fans not being taken seriously. Back to Harry Styles. Uh-oh. Uh, no, not in a bad way. Oh. <laughs> he did say in Rolling Stone, um, he said, quote, how can you say young girls don't get it? There are future, our future doctors, lawyers, mothers, presidents. They keep the world going. So, thanks, Harry. I do remember him saying that quote. Yeah. I remember him talking about them saying that young women don't have taste and should be taken seriously. Like, I do clearly remember him saying that. Yeah. And I was like, interesting. I was like, you're, you're giving me a good point. Yeah. Harry. I think there are people and groups and uh, films and industries that understand the power of your fan base. Mm-hmm. Think of Gaga. Think of Nicki Minaj. Yeah. They came up at the time of Twitter just beginning. Oh, my God. One of, I remember they in took all advantage. of Nicki Minaj's documentaries, she talks about how she was one of the only female rappers on Twitter mm-hmm. building a fan base. Yeah. Like, Which is the smartest thing you can do. build a fan base. Not just being like, oh, fans, yeah, I have them. Like, creating one on her own. Yeah. Can we also talk about how now social media, obviously, is this giant monster in our uh, society, but the fact that there are so many jobs available in the music industry mm-hmm. because of these fangirls who yeah. created stuff, like, now, like, digital marketing, all of these things, they look for people who had fan pages and fan bases because they know how it works firsthand, yeah. which is insane created an but incredible and it's literally being run by fangirls mm-hmm. so mm. <laughs> yeah i think that's incredible like literally the fact that you can be like yeah i had a fan page for this and put it on your resume mm-hmm. and put it your is stats. like also one of the craziest things of like mob mentality in the positive and negative mm-hmm. where they are in fact the definition of mob mentality mm-hmm. definition of it yeah like they start and build and end careers. Yeah. We want to talk about cancel culture. Careers, baby. baby. Cancel culture would be nothing they without what cancel culture is. Yeah. Which by the way, like we exist. could also do a whole episode about and yeah. whatever. That's a whole other thing. But in general, they start and end careers. Mm-hmm. So the artists that just have like no respect for the fans, and yes, I'm talking about you, Travis Scott. Oh. It shows. Yeah. And it's like not just now people are like dying mm-hmm. right not even that just like the lack of care for fans when an artist or celebrity or anyone just has like the nerve to be disrespectful in any sense of the word yeah it's turned off immediately yeah and i don't understand how people can then still be fans after that behavior yeah. we've talked about this before we're like if you ever became a celebrity right mm-hmm. or had a fan base how would you not be like really grateful and respectful and loving towards these people and do everything for them because they are doing everything for you like how how do you not want to reciprocate that like do you really think that highly of yourself to put yourself on a pedestal and not give a fuck about anyone who supported you going back to the believers like Mm -hmm. there are times where i was like how did he still get fans after that yeah there are times where he would do things and say things to fans where you're like how, did how, no one how do you that? still have support? How have you chosen to ignore that? Yeah. And I think he's also someone who, like, it's an interesting fan base, number one. Mm-hmm. Like, after all these years, it's really, really interesting to look back and see how different it is from the beginning. But also to look and see how different he is, mm-hmm. right? And so is his audience, like, changing with him? Yeah. Or does is he just, like, that name... Justin Bieber Mm -hmm. where he can have like a solid little amount of like hardcore stands right but he's gonna be Justin Bieber forever and everyone's gonna obviously Mm -hmm. still listen to his stuff like is that the case or does he know he kind of reminds me of the idea of like Maroon 5 Mm -hmm. where like I was thinking like who's buying his merch like he's gotten to that point who's doing that stuff yeah like who's out there like voting hardcore for him Mm mm-hmm Who's like, out he won there, the like, getting, getting his albums as Christmas gifts? Yeah. You know, that's what I'm like. Like, if you asked me in 2012, it'd be different. Yeah, but I'm thinking, like, but who now, is so into Justin Bieber, Maroon 5, like, some of these artists, Coldplay, like, where I think, like, oh, what can I get them as a gift? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's something they're associated with. Yeah. You know? It's like they got put on a whole other pedestal where, like, they don't even need that solid fan base anymore. Yeah. Because they're just – a name mm-hmm. right and like you will know that name mm-hmm. it's just how it's gonna be like i uh, i know Katy perry has a fan base i know she has like yeah. a small fan base but she also is 
She's a little bit there of like kind of almost like past icon status. Yeah. You're like, that's Katy Perry. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's Katy Perry. What? Did you hear that? Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Um, I was also just thinking that like, I think of like women that have been in the industry equal time that these male artists have. Mm -hmm. They don't ever end up in that era. I'm thinking Katy Perry is one, but I'm thinking like Beyonce, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Britney Spears even. Yeah. Like there's still that core fan base. And I think it's because a lot of these women have understood how their fans need to be treated and listened to yeah and given to because they actually care about them think about taylor swift and the swifties you've heard me say this literally all season to be a taylor swift fan and be fed constantly it must be so nice oh my god oh my god to be spoken to yeah. to get comments to get fucking presents to get invited to, to her home after being a one direction fan that makes me almost like nauseous yeah. because of how amazing that is right like being a one direction fan they gave me nothing. They gave me nothing. Nothing. And I gave them everything. <laughs> I gave you everything. Or like and Little Mix. The amount that they're doing while pregnant. Yeah. Well, pre- the amount of Wild. content they're giving while pregnant. I just read a story about this guy who ordered a signed album from them. Mm-hmm. And he ended up getting like a photocopy letter that they wrote. their like signatures photocopied. And he wrote to them. Like not to Little Mix, but like the Little Mix team. Mm-hmm. And they like priority shipped him a signed album where they each the girls came and signed it Aww. we're stuff where you're like oh my god like really like how is not every team like this that's what i'm saying how is this not like for a universal thing you know like i just feel that if you are a performer if you are making content if you are making films anything you're doing a reality star whatever yeah Everything is about you, but nothing is for you. Mm-mm. When you're on stage, everything is like to highlight you. Yeah. But everything is for everybody else. Yeah. So if not every part of it is for everyone else, mm-hmm. you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like you, you are, are performing a service for everyone. You else. are providing a service. Yeah. I when I go see you in concert, I am paying you to perform for me. Yeah. This is for me. I didn't get and dressed up for me. you. I okay. got dressed up for me. Yeah. That's like the love on tour costume, not costumes, but like the outfits the people outfits. are doing. Yeah. Hell you are paying yeah. Harry Styles to perform for you. Go ahead. Dress up. Dress wear whatever, up whatever you, you want to wear. Yeah. This is your night. Yeah. This is not his. No. He's going to do this a hundred more times. Also, when you this think about it, you. he's showing up to perform for these people mm-hmm. to see them react to his music, right? Yeah. Like he makes this for other people. Yeah. And also, like, it could be a therapy kind of thing for him to make his own music, right? But at the end of the day, you're making this for everyone else. Yeah. Because without them, you'd just be making music, having it sit on your computer. Mm-hmm. Also, just the craziness of, like, stands thinking of, like, how well albums sell that, like, aren't that good. Yeah. How well, like, films like Gucci are probably going to do in the box office when watching it's it. I'm not like, I, I wouldn't pay for it. No. Versus, like, I know there are Gaga stands and monsters and whatnot that are going to just eat up the, eat this movie up. Yeah. And it's going to do great. Yeah. There, I mean, it's also to the point where I'm like, it's Lady Gaga. People are just going to hear it's Lady Gaga and, and they're going to go. go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's like a lot of releases that are coming out. That's you what know? I'm saying is fangirls run pop. Like fangirls, fanboys run pop. Yeah. I don't mean pop isn't pop music, just pop culture. Yeah. There is no pop culture without fans. Literally. Point blank Because period. they decide what they want. What to be is going to be popular. Because even if you do something, you think, oh, my God, I'm going to break the Internet. It only matters if there's Internet if for the you to fans, break. Yeah. If the fans if are going to be on the Internet. I mean, come on. Come on. And I, I think it's so dumb when there are these artists or celebrities, actors, whatever. Right. Like, it's a fine line of, like, you have the right to your own private life. Right. Yeah. Where I'm like, absolutely. absolutely. You don't have to share it anything if you don't want to Mm-mm. i respect that 100 mm-hmm. percent. but also the point where i'm like should you be trying to feed your audience right i think there's a difference between like giving up private information and like creating a private life for yourself yeah and giving your fans content and giving their and interacting and yeah whatever. like i never said you had to give me your credit card number i would like <laughs> it i never said you had to yeah i said i want you to acknowledge the work that i have done as a fan yeah for you yeah like i think about like beyonce fans Mm -hmm. beyonce if until i think somewhat recently has never gave out her personal life no 
at all. I'm very surprised she's even showing her children. Oh my god, I'm shocked we can see their faces. Yeah, she showed her daughter. Yeah. Literally today, I think yeah. this morning. I was like, what? Yeah. And not Blue Ivy. I don't remember the younger daughter's name, but it's her. Remy. Remy. Um, but just in general, like, but then she's still giving you stuff. Mm-hmm. Like giving you content, giving you music. She doesn't give interviews. No. But yet you still feel connected to her. And yeah. I think Beyonce is also a great example of has created a public persona. Yeah. That just runs itself. Yeah. There's a difference of Beyonce versus Justin Bieber with the persona that you've mm-hmm. created because Beyonce has this not even ego, but just like an ego that's like created for her. Right. Yeah. Versus Justin Bieber. I don't see that ego that's been created for him because mm-hmm. I don't think they've ever tried to like they tried to fix what went wrong and then they never ran with it. I think that also shows like um, quality over quantity kind of thing mm-hmm. where like Justin Bieber has done like a bajillion shows and did everything when he first started out, mm-hmm. but they didn't care as much of what the quality of what he was putting out as much of like, we're just giving we just it to them because we him. can make the money right now. Again, one direction. Yeah. Versus same I think thing. Beyonce has like shown throughout her career she's like i care more about quality and because i have made that so clear my fans know that so the work is high quality and can live on yeah. for years and years even when i don't want to talk about it and you'll see she drops an album every four to five years yeah and, and that's, that's why, why one direction music has become music of its time rather than timeless music and they have been true pop culture moments are moments of the time and not timeless moments yeah like you can tell yeah. It makes a difference. I think that's one of those reasons, again, why these female artists with these strong fan bases have created longevity versus believers. I'm like, those still exist. Exactly. It feels like it's something of like Five the Stone Age. <laughs> there are like Coldplay stands. And that's not to say those are bad artists. No. I'm just saying they have created that strong relationship with a fan base yeah. to create the longevity. Yeah. Even Nicki Minaj, with all the problem- problematic behavior she's done the past year, she still still has people writing hard for her. Yeah parasocial relationships yeah blah blah blah. they're unhealthy i don't care that's my best friend <laughs> that's my best friend i don't know what to tell you and yeah so and even if somebody doesn't think they're a stan of something they're a stan of something mm-hmm. they are you are no matter what like you, have, you could be like i'm not super involved online okay well you're still a stan of something there's still something that you're very into yeah and that's like, okay hello. enjoy throwback to episode one there are guilty no pleasures. such thing as guilty pleasures, babes. Mm-mm. So Enjoy stand what whatever you, you want to stand. No, understand also the power that you hold. Yeah. By and then putting yourself into that a- atmosphere. Yeah. Oh my god, I remember the first time I posted about a One Direction album. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> it was like when Take Me Home came out, and I posted on Instagram. I deleted oh, it like the next day. I felt no shame. I, know. I posted I was Photoshop pictures of me in One Direction. Literally thinking the other day when I was driving, and I was like, you know what? Maddie has no shame about the things she's enjoying. And it is so fun to watch because she'll post stuff and she'll be like, you guys, I don't care if you don't care. I'm like, look at I'm the drummer from Good Van Fleet. I feel like it. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, she's like really into this and good for her. It's because I know no one's going to fucking care. And I'm and like, also, I care. Like, what are you going to say to me? Literally. I'm like, what, you what are you going to do if I post a picture of the guitars from Good Van Fleet? What are you going to do? I like if I can go back in time, I would just like, girl, enjoy it. <laughs> I will say the the thing is, I feel like online was different versus like in person in high school with One Direction. Yeah. I had pictures of Harry as my screensaver and I would flip my phone upside down so no one would see it because I was embarrassed or like I had them on my binder cover mm-hmm. and I was embarrassed. So I'd hold it like really close to me. Girl, who cares? Everyone's into their own shit. Mm hmm. It be the fan that you want to be. It does not matter. Yeah. It's really not that serious. Mm-hmm. Ironically, it is. The amount of money fans produce. It is. But, like, not, <laughs> like, ironically for me. Yeah. But. All I'm saying yeah. is, like, as a fan, mm-hmm. I recommend other people to um, ask for the respect you deserve. Yeah. Not just from other Recognize people, but from your the artists as a fan. that you are enjoying or the art that you're enjoying or the thing you're consuming. Yeah. Like, these film franchises should listen and respect their fans. A 1,000%. Artists should listen and respect their fans. Yeah. Recognize your worth as a fan. Yeah. Like, let's just say... you are literally priceless. Yeah. If they don't have you, they don't have money. Yeah. Let's just, like, put this into perspective really fast. Marvel, I feel like before they didn't really care, right? Mm -hmm. Now their number one concern is what the fans are going to think. 
uh, like we just said in the last episode with these this Eternals movie, they knew that no one was excited for this movie. They were like, oh shit, we have to drop something so people will care. Harry mm-hmm. Styles immediately. Mm-hmm. Everyone ran to the theater. Mm-hmm. They know what's going on. Like, they yeah. know what they have to do to pull people in. It just depends on, like, if they want to that bad. Mm-hmm. It's all up to the studio, to the artist, whoever this is that you're a fan of. Mm-hmm. It's on them. My recommendation is to any team that could possibly be listening. Uh, fan experience. <laughs> uh, next to quality is the second most important thing. Fan experience provide. is, I think, the most important because they have the experience from being the fan, but also they care the most because mm-hmm. they were the fan. Mm-hmm. So they genuinely want what's best for this artist. To sum it all up, fans run pop. Period. Period. That's they run it. pop culture. They run, the fans run the pop. Oh my God. Period. What a great, Let's go. what a great wrap up. And I guess that probably brings us to the end of this first season that's kind of sad i'm not gonna say catch us here next week because you won't because you won't see us for about a month no but you can re-listen to our old stuff yes or if you've never listened go back up up. hello boy they you got time (laughs) let's go and get ready for the next season which i um i know we're like not even there yet i'm kind of excited i think Mm -hmm. we have some really good plans and ideas Speaking of things coming up, the day this is being posted, you got to get to our Instagram. We're announcing the winner of our giveaway. Uh, yeah. You need to get over there. Yeah. You to need to go that, see if you won the giveaway. To do that, you got to go to at the dot pop dot podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see our popcorn reviews like we talked about or anything on our TikTok, if you want to see what you're going to miss when we're not on air, go to our TikTok at the pop dot pod. And, and you got to hit follow here so you know when we're coming back. Yeah. You got to know. You got to know. I know you're going to miss us. I know I you're going to miss us. I'm sorry. I know. I'm so and sorry. And as we were just saying, we'll still feed you while we're gone. We'll feed you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll we'll leave some stuff in the fridge for you. We've got we've got we've some got content. Leftovers. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. And I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday season mm-hmm. for every holiday you're celebrating. I hope you have a wonderful new year. Yeah. And I will see you guys. An amazing break. Yeah. And I'll see you guys next year. We'll see you next year. And with that, you guys. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Wonderful. Happy season season. one. Yay. Bye, Bye, besties. besties. Wow. (laughs) Yay.